have a dream that one day we shall fight on the beaches, we shall fight on the landing grounds, we shall fight in the fields and in the streets, we shall fight in the hills, we shall never surrender. The Historian's Magazine Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Historian's Magazine Podcast. This edition, this series, is a special Chalk Valley History Festival series. And because of that, we will be running no adverts for the duration of this series. So sit back and listen to myself and the other team members speak to some amazing historians from the Chalk Valley History Festival. Hello and welcome to the Historians Magazine podcast. I'm Jackson Van Uden, your host for the podcast, and we are joined here by Paul Bradshaw. How are you doing, Paul? I'm very good, thank you. Yes, good to be here. Good to be speaking to you. No, I'm very happy to get you on the podcast. Yeah. So what, what have you been doing this week at Chalk? So um, I love Chalk. I've been coming here um, since my BBC days. I used to cover it for BBC and get, gather content. And um, yeah, it kind of gets in your blood and I, I come back every year and meet old friends and conduct interviews um, with historians and writers. It's great. And you've just come off the back of an interview. Yes, just done a very scary interview with um, a guy called Bill Browder, who was um, at one point the um, largest foreign investor in Russia um, when when Putin took over. And so his story is um, uh, a a sort of... um, um, story of terror and um, state-sponsored sort of violence but also one of hope and um, uh, and uh, optimism for the future I think yeah it's it's nice that we have these talks about uh, relevant talks about Ukraine and mm. but also doing them with a positive spin here at York I quite like that mm. now you are here with viral history now I know some of our listeners are gonna know what viral history is of course but if, if they don't would you mind letting us know what it is yeah so um as i just alluded to i um i, I was a bbc video journalist for 13 years and um, that's how i started coming to chalk and became aware of chalk um and I, I left in 2017 to to um, pursue other things one of the things i do is a platform called viral history um which is really a celebration of of my own passion for history and um, the, the number of uh, contacts I've, I've made over the years with historians and writers and archaeologists, um, but the, the 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 whole ethos of it really is um, the idea of, of history as a vaccine uh, that we can inoculate ourselves with in order to not, <laughs> same, not, not make the same mistakes again and again. So that's the sort of crude ethos <laughs> behind it, and. Um, yeah, the older I get, the, the more um, the more important I think it is to learn from our mistakes as, as a species. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's rather apt you're talking about inoculations as well, because we've had chats here at, uh, at Chalk about inoculations, Catherine the Great with uh, Dan Snow, so I quite like using the, the same analogies yeah. <laughs> to, to talk about history. Yeah. So, since you've been coming to Chalk for so many years, what's been one of your favourite moments since you've been coming? Favourite moments? Um, ooh, so many. Um, I mean, I've, I've just made friends with so many incredible people over the years. I mean, there, there's, there's a guy that I actually work with now called Richard Barber. I, a guy. I shouldn't, <laughs> I shouldn't refer to Richard Barber as a guy. He's, he's an eminent uh, and prolific medieval historian who's written so many books about everything you can imagine, really. And so we've started collaborating on other project, video content projects. We did a film uh, for Marlborough College, which is one of his alma mater, and um, 
there's there's a mound at Marlborough called the Marlborough Mound, and it's Neolithic, and it's had all this sort of more modern life uh, as well. So we did a film about that together, and it's just been you know real pleasure and joy, um, uh, sort of. Um, meeting and interrogating these people uh, not not just in in book form yeah. but in, in 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 real life and um, getting to know them it's yeah so many i mean through through chalk i think i got to know helen castor who's who's um it's just a you know a wonderfully kind um hearted woman but a, you know a superb historian as well so i've made a couple of films with her um and um yeah, so you know, really lucky to uh, to yeah. have 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 had this as um, a sort of a networking uh, event, as well as a lovely day out as well. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. It's a lovely day out, but I think that's that's a great point about chalk here, and the wind is moving the cabin. Um, the lovely point about chalk here is you get to be on speaking terms with so many different people who a lot of people just see them as a name on a book yeah. uh, not as an individual so I think that's a lovely point that you've just made hmm. so looking forward to the rest of today and tomorrow what are you looking forward to <laughs> to uh, go into and or per- people talking to um, oh you've got me there um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm kind of free flow with chalk I kind yeah. of blown by whatever wind takes me here but um no I, I, well it's the, it's saturday isn't it so yeah. um saturday's the big blitz party tonight in which everyone dresses up and um i always enjoy that that's that's a, a wonderful it's like sort of glastonbury for geeks you know yeah. <laughs> you get to dance you know you, you see sort of uh 1940s women d- dancing with vikings and the, the, the sort of wonderful collision of uh, <laughs> passions that's probably the best part about a night out, really, isn't it? So. Yeah, yeah, indeed, yeah. <laughs> so, as we do for everyone here on the Historians Magazine, we, we like to ask them a couple of fun questions. Yep. So, the first one I have for you is, if you could go back to any era mm. in history, yep. which would it be and why? 1685 England, I think. Um, uh, a, a, lot of, uh, I, a lot of people don't realise, but I, I research things myself and I have my own hobby horses that I've been going after for years and years and one of them is a highway woman called Joan Phillips who operated in um, in, in the Bristol area but also on, along the Great North Road which okay. was sort of rich pickings for yeah. highway, highway people so I love the 17th century anyway it's a collision of um, you know early beginnings of science um, but also uh, harking back to paganism there, there's this rich mixture of things going on in the 17th century and i'd love to try and meet her and um and att- attend yeah. her execution yeah. <laughs> not because i think it would be fun but because her execution in particular has become uh, more embroidered than almost any other of uh, the sort of folk historic event that i've ever come across but by, yeah. by the victorian times you know her her sort of um erstwhile husband arrives at the scene and shoots the rope and she escapes you know but um i I think the actual event would have been much more um brutal and uh, you know honest yeah (laughs) i think you've you've now got me interested in that so i'll have to go joan phillips and um edward bracy they were the bonnie and clyde of the 17th century and an absolutely staggering story of um sort of female agency but but also sort of swashbuckling daring do you know they um they evaded capture for for years and years and um at one point they tried to go on the straight and narrow and they got an in in bristol but it soon became a sort yeah. of massive den of iniquity <laughs> and they were on the on the on the road again but some of the crimes she committed um i'd never i never encountered before like the the croco- the crocodiles the, the crocodiles trap which was you know sort of straight out of barry barry linden so <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
Bracey, her, her partner in crime and her partner in life, yeah. um, would tie her up and put her at the, by the side of a road and wait for a sort of rich man to sort of ride past and she'd be crying these crocodile tears and then you know the the rich man would would stop and say my good woman what on earth it's an appalling 17th century uh, voice but but and then he get he get off his horse to try and help her and then bracy would be over the wall with the with both barrels yeah so they'd take everything and she'd be like sniggering away so the crocodile's trap is is a crime i'd never come across before oh. but all of these were, were were um highway robbery and you know even a cut purse just cutting someone's purse was highway robbery yeah. Yeah. Highway robbery didn't have to be, you know, the sort of Adam, Adam in the ants, yeah. <laughs> tri-cornered hat, both barrels. It, it could just simply be a, a cut purse stealing a sheep. You know, anything really was uh, highway robbery and punishable by death <laughs> and gibbeting, oh. which was, um, you know, I, I don't think you'd get away with being tied up by the side of the A1 anymore. <laughs> so I don't know. No. Some parts of Nottinghamshire. Oh yeah, I think yeah. <laughs> Best stay away from that part. Yeah. Now, second question is if you could bring anyone from the past forward to today, and then why would you do it? Uh, well, I can't say, I can't say Joan Phillips now, can I? Yeah. I've, we've we've already plumbed her depths. Um, I've, I've done some work on on a potential ancestor of of my own. Um, I haven't confirmed it, but John Bradshaw, the um, sort of number one uh, ally of of Oliver Cromwell could well be one of my ancestors oh, amazing and he was um <laughs> i don't know if you if you ever go to the bodleian museum uh they've got i think it's the bodleian might be wrong in that but they've got bradshaw's hat which is you know these one of these huge stovepipe yeah. hats <laughs> but it's lined with um iron oh, wow. <laughs> so it's like a bulletproof hat you know so that's how sort of paranoid he was of, of assassination and rightly so you know but um yeah, I think again going back to the 17th century, it's just that period so fascinating. You know, the the world turned upside down, the, the ki- killing the king, and um, there's so much going on. Uh, not only sort of practically in terms of who's ruling ruling England, but also um, you know, radicalism as well is is, is something that's dear to my heart. I don't like the term because. Uh, just just because people get their hackles up and they, it's a it's a term that a lot of people find quite yeah. fearful radicalism it's like it means change and probably um violent change you know so uh, yeah, there's quite a few negative connotations with it, that it is but but i'm very interested in the radical tradition and you know the putney debates and how far it goes back and and um michael wood who i who i've i know little bit now and um who i've always admired as a as a sort of storyteller and filmmaker really he he talks about the um you know the norman yoke the idea of the the norman yoke and how it persisted into the 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 sort of 17th century radicalism the putney debates you know the idea that england was irrevocably changed in 1066 and, and 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 subjugated you know and and you know this myth of the Norman yoke. I don't think it is a myth. You know, I think there's a lot to it. You know, and and um, how the how the balance of the country changed totally in that moment. You know, it was um, it was a, 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 a um, earthquake of a social earthquake. Yeah, yeah. I think that's I think that's great. And then touching upon those yeah, great ideas and and that pivotal moment of 1066. I think that's a a great answer. And and I think John Branshaw's shoulders and neck must have been incredibly strong. To hold, uphold that hat with the iron. <laughs> well, not only that, you, you say talking about neck stretching. He uh, he was um, 
he was dug up after his death when uh, when when you know when the restoration happened and, and he was hanged and head cut off and yeah. put on the on the um, tower bridge I think so um, yeah his his neck was properly stretched then <laughs> even though he was already dead but yeah yeah not a great ending there no, <laughs> no 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 I'd like to know what happened to his head actually we know we think we know what where Cromwell's head is it's back at his old school but they're, no. they're very they're very guarded about that you know it's a secret it's a very sort of uh, you know, a hot topic, spicy, <laughs> spicy meatball. <laughs> and you know, if our, our, our listeners are definitely going to want to go away and find viral history, where can they find you and viral history, Paul? Um, so we're primarily a, a YouTube platform. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> sort of slackened off the old Instagram and Twitter, really. Uh, but we're there. Um, there is content coming out. We're still going. Um, we've, you know, love our audience over the years. The, the 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 content has changed quite a bit. It's no longer when it started. It was it was more like a magazine, uh, quite a long magazine, forty five minute program with yeah. with history, news, interviews, and quite ambitious, you know, f- storytelling. Um, it's not really that anymore. It's 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 more it's more about personal reactions to history for myself really it has to be t- for it to continue really yeah. so it's less generic it's less scattergun and and um sort of syllabus related um i think i think I, f- for viralist to continue it had to change and it and it i had to be more i, I had to approach it more personally and, and yeah. I, I think audiences deserve that so um so that's that's the direction of travel yeah yeah, I think I think our listeners are going to really enjoy watching your content. There's some so, good yeah. stuff there. There's some good stuff there. You know, when I stopped presenting it, it got, it got a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> Although, uh, if um, if if Lauren's watching this, I hope she is. She she was the original co-presenter with me. She lives um, she lives in uh, in Spain now in the in the Spanish islands. But it, hopefully, she's watching this. And you know, I miss you, Lauren. <laughs> Come back and do some films. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for coming on board. Great really pleasure. appreciate it. Good luck with it. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Lovely yeah. stuff. Cheers. Thanks.